Welcome back, everybody, to another installment of our look at Monarch Legacy of Monsters from Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, I am here with Tom Jurassic. How you doing, Tom? Yeah, I am good, man. Happy I... holidays to all of our watchers. Yeah, yeah, very true. It, uh, we're in between holidays here for Christmas and, and New Year's, and, and it's right around the corner, 2024, and we're going to be getting some some episodes of this show in 2024 which is great it's going to be another yeah. year of godzilla i, I can't wait <laughs> <laughs> um but i feel like we should just we should maybe kick this episode off by just like saying that everybody should pay attention to tom okay <laughs> just like everybody just listen to what he has to say okay because everything that has happened has been said by you Okay, you said everything that that was going to take place, and now I'm wondering what fly were you, or what ant were you on the wall of the writing room? I guess I should say. Because... I was actually I was an ant in uh, Bill Randers' four sublevels oh, you... down office. Yeah, so have you know? Okay, yeah. all right, good. Yeah, because it's it's kind of mind boggling how like basically every wild theory you've had has come to life. <laughs> And is so true. And it just, it, it it literally, like I said, it, I think last time that like, you're kind of like right out of this universe in a way with your theories and everything. Like you are that, that scientist <laughs> I, I, that always I starts off. I am the embodiment off. of Tim. <laughs> yeah, you are the embodiment of Tim. But like, if you think about any like disaster movie or whatever, there's always that one wild scientist or somebody <laughs> that nobody believes. Nobody's like, they're all like, that guy, they didn't know what he's talking about. And then- it turns out that person was right the whole time, right? Like, that's always yeah. how it is. Um, so, yeah, we just need to acknowledge that, yeah, you, you've <laughs> you've killed it with the theories uh, for this show. And I uh, I don't know what's left. You don't have any more theories, do you? Like, I feel like, I feel like we've kind of hit them all. So uh, I think today you need some new ones. You need some <laughs> okay. new theories because we're running low. I think we're running low. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So this episode, uh, episode eight, uh, do you have a title uh, for us? We'll get that right out of the way. Uh, let me jump back into Oh, IMDb. you don't have a title. <laughs> so the title, the title, well, I have IMDb open, but I'd already clicked into this episode, so I could have seen the title right there, but I've just come out of it. Um, it is Birthright. Birthright. Okay. All right. Yes. All right, so this one kicks off in the past, and we're in a vehicle with uh, Bill and Keiko. That's all we see, really. And uh, they're talking about, you know, a, a kid and, and uh, yeah. you know, how this kid will, you know, have a wicked curveball and, you know, will take after <laughs> yeah. this person or take after that person, how much they miss this kid. In my mind, you know, I'm thinking about, like, uh, it's going to be some silly reveal. It's just going to be like a dog or something. It's not going to be. Yeah. It's not going to be the thing that they're they're talking about. So uh, they do end up, or Kate uh, Keiko ends up turning around and like uh, kind of, which I didn't assume anybody was in the back seat. It felt like a private, you know, conversation. But I guess yeah. Shaw was in the back seat because he's kind of remembering this situation. It seems like because he gets snapped out of it as they arrive in Kazakhstan and uh, Duvall's there with him. And and uh, and that's like basically just the intro of the show right there. Yeah, I so I, I made the note on this straight away. I've got uh, 
note that says Bill and Keiko talking about Hiroshi alive at the time of the power plant incident. Um, because I know when we spoke about it earlier this season, I'd said, oh, well, she must have died there. There's no way she could survive that. And you'd yeah. made the point of saying, oh, but Hiroshi's not alive yet. So clearly she must have had him at a later point. <laughs> yeah. And then when they were talking about this, I was like, <laughs> OK, so they do have the kid at this point, which means she could be dead. And I was kind of like, oh, boy, that's quite grim. Um, yeah. And then yeah. the the. Go ahead. I was I was gonna say with Devul and Shaw returning to Kazakhstan as well. I love how this show is so closely mimicking Godzilla twenty fourteen because obviously you have the events in that with um oh I can't remember the character's name Brian Cranston the <laughs> yes Brian Cranston's character I can't remember um, his name him, yeah <laughs> him obviously working there and then returning to it so many years later so it's kind of cool having that parallel here yeah and there's a lot of parallels again like every episode there's parallels and there one of them was called parallels and interiors or something but like yeah. It, that that's really what this show is about is showing us the parallels between the past and the present and uh this this episode does it very well by showing and we'll get to it even more later on just the like the both kind of timelines are in this race against something um yeah. in one timeline you've got people racing against Shaw and what he's trying to do and then in the past you've got them kind of racing against they're defunding and, and stuff like that. So, and they're all going down the same trajectory and we see them in similar places. It's really cool. Um, but yeah, this, uh, this one definitely caught me off guard because like you just said, like I, I assumed when we watched her fall into that, that, uh, reactor room or whatever it was, um, I was like, Oh, she's not dead. She's definitely not dead. Right. Because the, <laughs> the kids got to be born and, um, and they just cut it off in a way where I was like, ah, well, they'll get, they'll reveal to us that she's alive, and she very well could still be, I think, at this point. But oh, a hundred percent, Brad. I'm, I'm yeah. calling it now. Do, do you want Mad Fury One? Let's hit it, hit it, man. Well, wait, should Kate... we wait until we get to the end of, of the episode? Okay. Or we... <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm all primed to hit you with something that you're gonna be uh, like, yeah, I, I could see I, it. I, I think I know where you're going at least. Um, <laughs> all right, so so moving forward a little bit. Well, moving forward into the past, we're back in 1955 in Washington, um, and they've submitted their report to uh, Officer Hatch, you know, whoever that guy is that kind of took over. And um, I always get confused with all, there's so many people and so many <laughs> names in this show. Um, but, uh, you know, this guy's like, hey, great report. Good job. Uh, but it also, also like, you guys are definitely just siphoning funds that we need for, like, you know, looking for Russian spies or, you know, whatever we could be doing with this money. Like, where are these monsters? They don't exist. You're not showing them to me. Like he, cause he, I guess maybe doesn't have any firsthand experience. I forget if he was at the site or not. Um, when they blew up Godzilla. No, no, he wasn't because later in the episode, um, the general says that he doesn't even know about Godzilla cause it's still okay. classified. Oh, okay. That's true. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this guy's just like, yeah, whatever. You know, I, I don't think I'm going to be giving a, a good, you know, report on my end when i submit my report it's basically going to be like we need to get rid of this we need to dissolve them um so uh, yeah that was that was interesting and not very surprising i mean we got we all kind of expected right. that you know this guy's gonna try to tank it or or change it into what he wants to change it into or something so 
uh, yeah, that was that was to be expected. Yeah, I and I mean, there's there's the whole interesting section here as well, which plays out in this room, which is the continuation of two key themes, which is one, the tensions with Japanese people after the war. Um, and you see some of that stigma play out in terms of the way he interacts with Keiko. But also equally, I think the fact that this is way before the civil and social rights movement around women's rights. So you also see that um sort of stigma playing out in terms of how he behaves towards her as well and that's something that is built upon quite well later in the episode as well which i thought was interesting because you've gone from pocket who kind of although he's a senior general he actually seemed really amenable and i remember Mm -hmm. that when he didn't call Keiko doctor the first time he then made a point of remembering that and making sure he got that right the next time so you've gone from kind of this general who seems relatively forward-facing on the surface level to this kind of typical military guy who's still got a lot of very clearly backwards attitudes about him yeah yeah very good point um and it brings us to the current timeline where uh tim and crew are in like an old hallway um, oh. and it's Dude. like God. <laughs> this this show is just doing tim so dirty i love how he's like welcome to monarch and then instantly has to go forward and pick up the thing that's fallen over <laughs> yeah it, it's it, there's so many comedic moments there's even another one in like later on in this episode which i was cracking up about with tim um but it's funny to see them walking through this hallway i was getting um you know kong kind of skull skull island vibes uh with this hallway and everything and and obviously it's like where they're running their operations in in the past um so uh yeah we're in 1955 and oh no wait no i'm sorry we're in the current timeline they're walking down this hallway this happens a bunch in this episode where we're at the same places um so they mentioned um uh you know the grand after the grandmother died uh talking about keiko that uh you know, Bill went a little crazy with the wormhole yeah. theories and things like that. Tim actually brings Wait. them into the war war room, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, the, so there were, there were a couple of interesting moments here. The first thing is that quote you reference is cool because it explains what I've been asking this whole time, which is why at the events of Kongsko Island is Randa where he is. And it's clearly mm. because after he lost Keiko, the grief of that moment led to him really trying to uncover the hollow earth essentially and it yeah. it's clear that that wasn't necessarily monarch's direction at the time so he's almost spiraled off into his own world trying to pursue this without accounting for the more measured science that obviously sure and keiko needed to be able to get the funding so it's cool that you kind of understand how randa ends up where he is um in the events of Kongsko Island and the war room as well. It took me a second, but when I clocked it, I thought it was really cool how this is the same large scale room that obviously we see all of the military command taking over in at the end of the last episode where we had the past segments. Um, So it shows you that Monarch has stayed at the same headquarters the whole time, which is really cool. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Like (laughs) that. Nobody, nobody really gives them the time of day, but also they're not giving anything. Uh, they're not like double checking things. Or we we learn lo- later on that like they're just not doing anything with the information they're they're given still. Yeah. Um, so they're speaking with Verdugo, and uh, they mentioned the fact that Shaw, you know, closed that rift. 
um, and lowered the gamma uh, radiation levels there. But in other places, it actually raised the radiation levels. So I thought that was pretty interesting that like, you know, yeah. no matter what they do, they, they, they need to start closing them off quickly because these levels are getting out of control in other places. So I thought that yeah. was kind of interesting. It's, it's interesting when you think about the whole thing, because actually it means that the perception of the characters in this world is wrong. Um, because you have uh, Duvall and Shaw who are motivated by this idea that Monarch isn't doing anything. Um, but as we see a little bit later, they are building facilities around where these rifts are and they are keeping an eye on them so it's not that they're doing nothing it's actually that doing something as extreme as what Shaw's doing without planning beforehand and really understanding it is clearly going to have a negative impact so it's it's interesting because it's kind of I, I mean, a really good parallel to give you is the debate with AI, right? Where you have people who want to take things slowly and really understand AI. And then you have people who think AI is great. It can do everything for us. Let's just innovate straight away and integrate it before we fully understand it. So you kind of see Monarch in this case, taking that slower approach of going, okay, let's fully understand this before we do anything. And people like Shaw and Duvall getting frustrated with that inaction, but not realizing that there actually is a good reason for that in action even if it's not visible initially yeah you don't want to get punched by a robot so that's yeah yeah that's the bad thing but um no 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 robot punching yet in this universe <laughs> soon soon enough there will be um, oh for god's sake <laughs> Actually, Brad, have you not have you not seen godzilla versus kong <laughs> that's what i'm saying there will be soon soon i thought it's, you we were referencing the arm again <laughs> oh not that no not that one <laughs> um so where are we we're uh we're at the uh kazakhstan facility where uh keiko fell and that's where they arrived but then we flash back to the past and bill is obviously upset about that meeting that just went down mostly because yeah. of of how uh keiko was treated and i think i think he punched the wall at that moment right um yeah and and shaw's like look we really need to uh, we need to sell. We need to do something like one last time. We have one last chance, really, to sell ourselves and Monarch and what we're doing. So he's like, "All right, we need to kind of hone it in. We, I need you to make a map and like where everything is, so we can submit that and hopefully save ourselves uh, at the last minute here." Um, and uh, at that point, we do flash for flash forward to the current timeline, and this is where like. I feel like you really get them following you. You've really start to feel them following in each other's footsteps yeah. in a way. Can I, um, can I jump in with one jump very in. cool observation? I love how um, Bill has a line where he's like, Oh my God, I can't believe he moved me to the basement. Cause it instantly made me think of Fox Mulder in the X-Files. Oh, did it? <laughs> I didn't, didn't, yeah. even, didn't even dawn on me, but that's funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're in that basement, which is like several floors down or whatever, but um there bill punched the wall back in the past and i guess they're in that same office in yes. the current timeline which is like tim was like yeah i took this room over from you know the previous resident or whatever and uh he makes a joke about it being someone with anger issues yeah <laughs> yeah i wonder like how much does he know because he you know sometimes they feel in the dark but like yeah, I don't know. He could he could just think it was somebody with anger issues, but um, but I just love that this show is like paralleling so well like that. That is really yeah. really cool. Um, and they do mention in this scene that like uh, Keiko died in in that Kazakhstan yes. uh, facility. So I was like, ooh, that's interesting. 
um, you know, is that real information or not? Like what, you know, because somebody could have reported she died, but like, you know, didn't or whatever. But, um, and I, you know, like I said before, I assumed she didn't die, uh, in that first or second episode, whenever that scene was. Um, so yeah, we don't know. We still don't know, even though the concrete evidence says she died, um, so far, but uh, they're making there is, a case. So there is, there's an additional line later on, which I think reinforces her death as well. Um, oh, okay. So we'll touch on that when we get there. Yeah, they they're trying to make the case to go to Kazakhstan to, um, you know, to greet Shaw and just see what's going on and and try to you know confront him and but you know they don't really have any jurisdiction there, so they're just gonna have to send like a small team in. Um, yeah. And Kentaro, Kentaro's still like kind of. Uh, a wet blanket to this whole thing. He's just kind of like, you know, just like, I don't want to be here. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And he's just not thrilled some, about being I want to make some other kind of hipster art installation <laughs> that is going to make people really question their souls. <laughs> I, I just find him so funny because he, he's just following like the, the women in his life right now. And he's just like, I don't know. Like, I want to like rescue her and be with her may, but I also don't want to disappoint my sister and, and, you know, you know this person so he's just like he's just in his flannel like i guess i'll keep yeah. going i don't exist. know <laughs> i guess i'll exist it's so it, yeah he's kind of i feel like the character has kind of taken like a little bit of a nosedive from the first yeah. few episodes he he was kind of interesting at first but he he's just kind of kept that that same it feels like he's kind of a background character now exactly yeah he's yeah, there's been so much focus on May and and uh, Kate. So and that's great. I'm I'm glad for that. I'm not saying like I need him to do anything. I'm just surprised that he's kind of like been this wet blanket of a character that's just not really doing much of anything. Um, maybe maybe it'll come back from that. Who knows? But um, yeah. So we're in. Can I just very separately but quickly? Is that a Doctor Who t-shirt? No, it's not. It's a. It's not. I thought it's, it was uh, the beast Halloween from the David Tennant episode. It's not. No. Uh, but <laughs> Doctor Who does play like a decent role into this. Uh, into this episode, there is some some quotes later on that maybe we can discuss. <laughs> um, where are we? So um, we're in the past again. Uh, Keiko, which you were talking about this kind of before, where oh, well, well, you wait, know, hold up. There's, but another another interjection. What is it? Uh, Breaking yeah. news. <laughs> one of my one of my favorite lines in the episode is you could tell Verdugo's fed up because as she's walking away, she's like, "I always thought the Goonies deserved a sequel." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is just some ragtag crew that like just want to fall into holes in the earth and and find some treasure. I guess I don't know. Um, so. Where are we? Yeah, we're back in the past, and this is where, like, what you were talking about before really comes to fruition, where, like, you know, Bill, without interference from others, he will, you know, go down the road of just every wild theory he can, you know, connect. Yeah. But Keiko's trying to, like, reel him in and say, like, look, they're not going to buy this. They, The officers, whoever we submit this to, won't see these connections that you do. Um and I thought that was pretty cool. And and Keiko, uh, you know, thanks him for standing up for her. And um, and, and she she does reveal that you know, which was kind of mentioned in uh, that uh, meeting scene that they had earlier in the episode. That like 
you know, there are things in her past that she hasn't revealed and stuff like that. So, yeah. And nothing that like is so uh, like, I don't know the way that the, uh, the, what a hatch guy put it was like, felt like it was like something a little bit more revealing and dangerous or something. She's a spy. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of like a traditional like she's clearly a spy she's clearly worked for the enemy when that's not actually the case at all but it angles it yeah. so it feels like that yeah i guess he's trying to pit them against each other maybe at that moment so he's just yeah. kind of sharing the the smallest information he can um we do but... get we get a moment here as well with poor mr lee store sure i can't even get my words out poor mr lee sure <laughs> stood outside the doorway yeah disappointed at this point because he realizes he has fully lost his chance to make babies and it's just gone down the drain <laughs> at this point <laughs> yeah that that was interesting because like in this moment you you get to see the chemistry building again between bill and yeah. keiko and and he's stumbling over his words and you know just trying to say that he could trust her and um and 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 she's using science to help you know reel him in, and they're they're being kind of like just close with with this whole thing, and yeah. he's just he's just outside just staring and knowing that <laughs> he, he lost his chance, and the only reason he lost his chance was because he was trying too hard to Dude, get. Dude, I got you know? I got to tell you something so funny. The the next sequence we have with them at the house, which we'll talk about uh, uh, when we get there, I was just expecting it to pan out and see like Shaw watching through the window as well. <laughs> It's just, yeah, he's he can't. Uh, I think he's just stuck in this moment in time. I feel like is what it is. He's he's just gonna be longingly staring into the distance for a while. Yeah, poor guy. Um, so <laughs> uh, you know, he did it to himself, I guess. But you know, it, it just worked out in Bill's favor, I guess. So, um, anyway, we we get to the current timeline, and now. Um, you know, Tim and crew are approaching Kazakhstan and they enter the facility and Tim mentions, you know, this place was supposed to be uninhabitable for, you know, a yeah. thousand years. Um, so what's going on? It's like, it's a low radiation level, but you know, kind of concerning, but not like it's a, a concerning adjacent or whatever he yeah. had said. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting because like, you know, he, they do mention that something is absorbing the radiation. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is such a great, like explanation and kind of just saying it outright as far as like why everybody's just been able to walk up to these facilities and not be, you know, poisoned with radiation. So I yeah. thought that was pretty cool. And just a little, just a little touch to make it like viable that all, all the reasons why they've all been walking right up. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. And it's exactly what happens in Janjira, isn't it as well with the Mutos, which is quite cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it, I just love that they keep, you know, going to these facilities, and that's just the reason is because wherever this happens, like, they're just feeding and feeding and feeding off that radiation. Yeah. So pretty cool. Tim, at this point, steps on a big uh, bug skin uh, or whatever, yeah. and I love that, like, he was so afraid, and, and I think Kintaro <laughs> yeah. maybe... He made, yeah, he no, does. made him made that comment, right? Like he's like, "You're." I thought you were the. He's like, "You're the monarch." Guy, guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Shut up." <laughs> <laughs> so, it's funny, you know. He's a little skittish and doesn't really like. To, and and even uh, I think like just after that sequence, like Duval's like, "You're not like built for the field, dude. What are you doing yeah. here? Like, get out of here." Uh, but we do get the reveal that there is a portal in the in the ground in this facility. 
Yeah. I thought that was great. That was awesome. That was really cool to see, like, just like Kong, uh, Godzilla versus Kong, you, you get that look straight down into the hollow earth, yeah. basically. That was really cool. Um, sorry, sorry, can you say that, that those two words? Can you say them <laughs> one more time, Brad? Hollow earth. <laughs> I thought that was what you said. Yeah, yeah. We and we we've we've gotten that very consistently. We got one blown up at the end of last episode, I guess. Uh one portal, and they're about to do the same here. Um yeah. and, and Kentaro's like, hey, maybe maybe they're on to something. Maybe we should be closing yeah. these. <laughs> Is it really that crazy to to do that? I am um... uh, so before we get into <laughs> the talk, there okay. is there is an interesting detail here, which is when we see the ruined or or the abandoned animal skins. Um, I think it's Kate says, "Do you know why they leave their skins?" And then she's like, "It's because they're getting bigger." So I mm. wonder if at some point down the oh, line boy. we're going to see the creatures that obviously killed Keiko, um, either bigger or if we might just see one of them that survived and has become a titan scale creature well now i'm wondering if you watch the rest of the episode that's where i'm that's what i'm wondering oh my god i'm <laughs> such a moron i'm such a moron <laughs> I, like... I was so so shocked by that ending that i completely forgot that that happened <laughs> wow yeah man that happened and i i wrote in all caps at the end of this episode a bunch of stuff so there was a lot going on so i guess i'll let it slide i don't know uh that was Thanks, that dude. was Thanks. that was fun that was great um if we could just cut that whole section <laughs> oh no it's not getting edited this just goes straight up onto the, the youtubes um so where where are we um so yeah, there's the portal the there, hollow and the Hollow Earth is there, and uh, Dufal arrives, and they're basically doing a standoff. Kate Kate steps forward to to be like, "Hey, uh, can I speak with Shaw?" And Shaw's like, "All right, I'll only talk with you." Um, so then we go we go back to the past, and 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 Bill gets the idea from the ants that it's bigger on the inside. It's a very Doctor Who kind of uh, vibe with the, uh, you yeah. know, with the TARDIS. So the earth may be bigger on the inside. And I, I thought that was a nice little thing. The ant kind of stepped through the, the map that he have uh, that he had there. And, uh, and Bill is so excited by this theory that, um, you know, he heads to uh, Kate's place and she's like, you know, you shouldn't be here. And I'm like, okay, what's the deal? What's going on? And um, he explains the Hollow Earth theory. Her, him to like walk in and see her with Shaw. Mm -hmm. I, I know that's what I was expecting already. And then we get uh, Hiroshi is standing right there yes. and and he, looking real cute, just a little kid. And um, you know her mother has apparently been looking after him for a little while now, and they've been you know back home and and she finally saved up enough money working with monarch to bring hiroshi and, and her mom i guess to the u.s and i thought that was great and at that moment i'm like all right whew, there's no there, there should be no like lee versus bill drama here it's not like you know because we were suspecting that like you know maybe because they they definitely let us down the the path to believe that maybe it was bill's kid or no i'm sorry uh lee's kid you know because well, like, you they were starting a relationship and yeah you even get the sentence earlier in this episode when they're talking to verdugo when kate says oh we thought he was going to tell us he's our grandfather mm. oh yeah so, yeah 
Yeah. So, you know, finally we get, you know, we don't get a concrete information about the, who the father is, I guess, but that doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. So, you know, and, and I like that Bill was like, look, you don't have to do this alone. And they're holding hands and that cemented their, their relationship. So now I imagine that Lee was just probably outside the window in the rain, just looking through the window, like <laughs> crying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I thought this was pretty interesting, and um, the hollow earth theory thing is, it it's like a big rabbit hole that I obviously, but I yeah. want I I really want to like dive more into it because, you know, there's all of these people it seems like that have hollow earth theories, but like it's yeah. so, it seems so wild, even by the time uh, Godzilla versus Kong rolls around. That like people aren't really again taking it very seriously, I guess. Yeah. So I guess that's that's the proof we need. But like after this, like people should be taking it seriously, which I don't know. But um, it seems well. This seems uh, this episode kind of gives you the perfect microcosm for it, doesn't it? Though, which is unfortunately mm. in in any kind of organization like Monarch, your decision making has to be based on fact and has to be based on scientific evidence. And you can yeah. have the most compelling theory that this portal is going to lead somewhere else but until you've actually documented somewhere somebody going through that to prove that it exists you don't really have that evidence now with that said i think <laughs> we are going to see them getting that evidence i think so yeah we're back in the current <laughs> timeline and uh you know shaw says like look kate you looked into godzilla's eyes you know what he's doing just as much as i do he's not being destructive he's not purposefully being destructive he's He's got a plan. He's doing something. Um, and and Lee at this point says, hey, I've been to the hollow earth. I've been there. And and I was just like, I just saw your face uh, on everybody's <laughs> face on that screen. I was like, oh, Tom was right. Tom, you know, knows what's up. Lee has been yeah. to the hollow earth. Um, so, yeah. Congratulations, but it's it's so crazy. <laughs> I so I I am really fascinated about where all of this comes together now because I assume that we are going to see Apex factor back in to some extent because obviously we know assume. that they they have the HEAVs that they use in Godzilla versus Kong. So it'd be yeah. really interesting if we find out that actually these two organizations have been working together this whole time to further explore it, but also. What this does open the idea for is Keiko still being alive if she fell through into the Hollow Earth. Now, it's worth pointing out that in her death sequence when she falls, we don't see the portal, we only see darkness, but that's not to mean that it's not there. Um, and I could I could see them doing a Janet Van Dyne from Ant-Man, where she like appears suddenly having lived in this other universe for a while. However, yeah. the only thing that, that makes me doubt that is I assume Shaw's mission to the Hollow Earth will have been motivated by his desire to want to find her. So I think if she was there, he would have found her. Yeah, that's true. He wouldn't be closing it off, right? Like, he wouldn't be mm. doing that. Because he does mention that, like, he's doing this for her. Like, this is part of the reason that, that he's doing all of this. Um, yeah. And I find it interesting that he's been there because... Like Godzilla versus Kong clearly tells us that, um, what was that? Uh, the uh, Lind, I think was his name. 
uh, yeah. last name was Lind. Uh, you know, he wrote a book and about the hollow earth and um, Simmons goes to him for like, you know, the information about, you know, going down there and bringing the heaves down there and everything. But Lind has like a brother that died uh, yeah. going into the hollow earth. So he, you know, his body couldn't take the force of the gravity kind of splitting, I guess, between the two halves of the earth there. Um, so it's quite it's brutal not... to think about what would have happened to Keiko, isn't it? Well, yeah, but like, how how can any of them have gone to the Hollow Earth if this is what happens yeah. to you? That like we the information we have is that you cannot get there without these heaves, you know, because of the well, the power to you know uh, power up uh, Las Vegas. They've they're able to fly down there and and do all that. So how are how how are they alive? <laughs> how how is anybody going to be yeah. alive? I don't know. Is this portal different? Is is that the explanation? Like, I don't so know. I'm I'm gonna blow your mind here, Brad. Right? Do it. Old technology. <laughs> my my theory is that Shaw makes it through with an old experimental piece of monarch technology, but he gets stranded for a few years. So they've not recovered him until fairly recently because the technology wasn't good enough to do a two way trip. And then maybe it's mm. Apex who were involved in helping to retrieve him because we know that Apex has been involved with Monarch before everything with May because of that computer in the basement with the Monarch logo. Okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say no, man. I'm just not gonna say it. Like because <laughs> I, I don't you know, I don't know. Uh, but I'm just not, I'm gonna say you're right. You're probably right. Uh but uh oh, Dude, knows, if man. I end up being right on that, I'm just <laughs> hire me for season two, please. Seriously, like I, I don't like I. I feel like there's been no precedence for saying like there's any kind of technology that he would have used to get down there, um, and and based on the, the information power we of have, love, Brad. I guess so. I guess. <laughs> like we, the, all we know is that you die if you just go through there without the heaves, and we know that uh, Keiko fell off that you know, ledge or whatever, Maybe and then right. went down. Hit me out. But, Hit me yeah. Out. They keep referring to Keiko as a force of nature. Maybe she becomes a superhero. Maybe. Maybe you're right. Maybe. <laughs> uh, and I just I just watched um, a great episode. I don't know if you've been watching What If Season 2, but yes. uh, there is there is basically an episode like that. Uh, yeah. Where basically they go into basically the hollow earth, it feels like. And uh, Dude, I was there's watching a force that of nature. Yeah. Go watch the Kahori episode. It's fantastic. It's great. And it's like basically, you know, nothing you've seen before from the MCU. So that's pretty cool. Um, but I don't know if that's going to be the case. Uh, <laughs> so I have no idea. I really don't know. And I hope this isn't like a jump the shark moment, you know, for the show is just saying you can just fall into the pit with no explanation and be totally fine. Um, so, yeah, knows? well, that's that. So that that is part of that. That is actually a really interesting point. Right. Because the, so the description for episode nine says that Shura may search for Kate and make a startling discovery. So that already confirms for us that they survive. However, right, so this this could be potentially interesting because could there be a Monarch facility on the other side of the portal? So we know that on 
this side in the Antarctic, they've got the portal facility. Could they have built things in the hollow earth? Like that that's entirely possible. We just don't know how they would have got the resources there. But if we go back in time and see that they've been experimenting with how to get into the hollow earth since the 60s, it's fair to assume that they've got a fairly good idea of it. And it is worth noting that this is one of the um one of the fractures that they've already built a facility over whereas they hadn't with the one in um i can't remember where it was in america but the the one that i thought was like alaska alaska that's it i should remember that ben and jerry's alaskan ice cream is one of the best flavors yeah ice yeah alaska (laughs) yeah you're right you should remember that definitely (laughs) obvious yeah um But yeah, I don't know. Um, hopefully, hopefully it's just not convoluting itself a little bit too much because I, yeah. I, uh, I just want to know the details. Be but they've been good. They've been good. Yeah, they've been good at the explanation. So I'm gonna, you know, let it sit for now and get not get upset about anything because I feel like they're good at explaining things. There's two more episodes left, and uh, based off what you just read, I'm very confused. I'm a little confused about the ending. So. Um, uh, yeah. So we're we're back. In oh, the wait, past, wait, 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 there's, wait. What, there's what, more what that's going to confuse you about the ending. There's a oh, sentence great. from that description that I didn't add, which is Kentaro struggles with his loss. So we'll explain why that oh, sentence great. is confusing as well. All right. Um, <laughs> so we're in the past, and Lee greets that uh, general. What was his name? Puckett or something like that. Yes. Um, before the meeting that that's going down and. The general's like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm disappointed in you, Lee. You know, I, I thought you would do better with this. And, um, you know, we're going to go forward with Hatch's report. And uh, Lee's like, hey, you could do that, but that report's lacking. And, uh, yeah. you know, it doesn't say anything about Godzilla. And that's where you mentioned that like, yeah, it's confidential. You wouldn't, He wouldn't know anything about it. And that's when Lee's like, hey, guess what, though? We we didn't we didn't kill Godzilla. He's still alive. At that point, I was like, "Great!" <laughs> so he's he's betraying Keiko and Bill again. Yeah, yeah. He he keeps trying to take everything into his own hands. Um, and you know, I, at first, because I was assuming like, oh, we you know we we had said uh, I guess last episode that like, oh, the military is taking over. This is why. Um, you know, Monarch has become what they become. But then it's yeah. it, it's revealed that, like, oh, they're they're just going to shut down Monarch now because, like, they just don't have the information necessary. Um, but it seems like, well, okay, maybe we're back on that track of this is why Monarch is the way they are. Uh, because, you know, I would I would assume that, you know, the general guy is going to be like, yeah, we got to keep Monarch open, keep the funding going because Godzilla is not dead. And uh, Lee was still like, he's like, hey, you know, they've they're the ones with the information they've you know keep them sacred here because they're you know uh bill and and keiko are the ones doing the work um but yeah you're right it's like it's a bad it's a bad idea to just go ahead and tell them this even though this is the one piece of information that saves monarch you know yeah they're sort of saving monarch by sacrificing its soul in a way (laughs) yeah it's dark man 
Yeah. It's dark. Uh, but yeah, that brings us to the future again. They're the current timeline, not the future, I guess. Uh, and Tim and, and Duvall are arguing over, you know, which side is right in this whole scenario. Um, Dude, and... it hit me in the feels where she was like, people shouldn't have to lose any more loved ones. And you can like see the tear in her eye. And I was oh, like, yeah. oh, man. Yeah, she looked like she was on the verge of tears like that whole time. Um, and I was waiting sim- for Tim to get shot and then magically appear on the floor in the next episode. <laughs> he just like crawls out of a pool of blood. Like the bullet and- falls out of his jacket and he's like, oh, I didn't know that was bulletproof. <laughs> It would have been great though if he did fall into like a you know the shell of a, a bug skin and then like yeah. the next episode he crawls out the bug skin, um, but you know that doesn't happen. But uh, Kate asks if like Keiko would be okay with this, like everything that he's doing, and and that's where he's like you know, well she would have been the first to jump in you know against his yeah. better judgment, um, and all of this is to make up for losing her. So you know he does say like yeah this is to make up for losing her and, and stuff. So, um, I guess, so, uh, they're trying to he honor, has... you know, their work. He's trying to honor Bill and yeah. Keiko's work. So that, you know, the idea that anybody would know she's alive is interesting. I don't know if anybody does. I think maybe they do know she's dead. You know, he has a really interesting line slightly earlier in the section with Kate as well, where he says, it's not about the data. It's all about, belief and some small degree of atonement so i think Mm. that's kind of your clue as an audience that his decision making is off kilter because he's ignoring what the data is saying to him now and he's doing it entirely based on emotion so he's so focused on the fact that he failed to protect keiko but he's not realizing that by doing what he's doing he's actually causing a bigger issue and you even see that with kate where he dismisses the monarch data and says oh they can pluck whatever data they want it's just literally saying that, you know, we have learned nothing from the past. It's just a, you know, yeah. a theme of this show. And he literally continues to learn nothing from his own mistakes. Uh, you yeah. know, every choice he has made is because of her at this point. And that is the reason where, where Monarch is where it is. And, and yeah, it's just, it's not going to be good. And it just keeps ending up that way. But, uh, but yeah, he's he's doing it in their honor at least. So the, the chance that she's still alive somewhere in the Hollow Earth is totally plausible. But yeah. as far as everybody is concerned, she's dead, right? That, that's what that's. I feel like that's concrete enough. Um, so I'm I'm okay with that information. But um, you know, Shaw's just like, hey, boom, get out of this room. We got two minutes, uh, and that's a very quick two minutes because. In that, in the a few seconds after he hits that button, um, things start to rumble around, and and uh, they're like, "Uh oh, something's something's happening here." And uh, yeah, uh, I guess a big monster crawls out of that thing, like you had said. Hey, do you remember that? Do you remember that moment where a big monster crawled out and it was like a bug, but like I, I do know, yeah, 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 okay. Um, so it's cool that it was foreshadowing <laughs> that because I didn't even put that together yeah. when I was watching it, but. <laughs> Dude, I was just you got, fully you lost in the chaos. You got something the, like, completely long chaos. and lost it, yeah. Like four <laughs> characters fall to their death in the yeah. space of a few seconds. All right, so I wrote down that May falls into the portal. Did she fall yes, into she the does. portal? Okay, yes. that's all right. I'm not crazy then because I wrote that down and I'm like, oh my God, she just fell straight in. And then you read the synopsis for the next episode 
and I was confused. Yeah. So May and Shaw, is that what you read? Yeah, Shaw and May search for Kate. Oh, okay. That makes no sense based off what I saw then. Um, so maybe she didn't fall all the way in. Who knows? I have no idea. But uh, I saw Wait, it. Wait, no, no, she... no, 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 no. She, she fell into the portal. Shaw fell in as well. Did he fall in? Dude, dude, Brad, I might have missed the insects, but did you miss the fact that Shaw was literally holding Kate? Because he went to pull her up, and then they both yeah. fell in together as the oh, I guess dropped I guess I missed I missed that too. Then, <laughs> mate, between us, we're doing great. Okay, with this we're one. doing great. We're doing great. Uh, yeah, we're doing good. Good job here. Um, all right, so I, I I didn't see that. So that all right, that makes more sense now. Okay. Yes. Um, so but they're the basically thing that looking. Confuse me. Uh-huh. So the the thing that confuses me about that description is Kantaro struggles with his loss. My dude was next to a bomb when it went off. <laughs> yeah. I I was like, okay. Um, I guess they're all dead. Like I don't I don't really understand what happened there. Like I said, that was a very quick two minutes. So unless there was some time, you know, shifted thing happening there where he was able to get away. Uh, I just don't see how he would be alive. You see him like lying on the edge as yeah. the bomb goes off, and the bombs on the pillar behind him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that didn't make any sense, and we see the portal being sealed in that moment. Yeah. Um, I, so, so I think next episode we're going to have him pushing his way out of rubble. Then you're going to have Tim pushing his way out of rubble. And yeah, where's then you're Tim? Have Devol pushing her way out of rubble. Oh, and so there's still like the there's reunion. still a chance. There's still a chance for Tim to be in uh, Bugskin. So yes. right, that's good. That's all That's all I'm hoping for. Um, uh, but yeah, this was just a wild ending. So yeah, I only watched yeah. it the one time. It's hard to, I guess, catch everything happening in that last sequence because there's a lot going on. It's hectic. There's a giant yeah. bug. There's a, a portal open and people are falling into it. Multiple people. Um, explosions and people may yeah. be dying or not dying. I, I don't even know. There's a lot going on there. And... Uh, and yeah, on top of that, I'm I'm at the same time I'm thinking about that dude's brother that, that got ripped apart in you know on yeah. his way down. I'm like, how was I this hadn't even happening? thought of that to be fair. So you're really making me question this now because actually, how can they yeah. get through that portal? Unless it was a case of he tried to go through the portal in Antarctica and that portal's like longer. Um, maybe yeah. this one's closer to the surface of the planet or something similar. <sighs> But I, I also no think you, you, you have a really, really strong point about um, the Scar King, because actually mm. he's going to be rocking around somewhere inside that world at this point. So it would be really fascinating if they go through and see like some of those primate tribes. Yeah, I, I, I think that so could be a possibility. That would be really cool to see if that, you know, if that happens, if we get that kind of uh, Scar King uh, cameo. Uh, and I was yeah. watching Godzilla versus Kong the other day, and I'm like, you know, Godzilla just came down there and like, or not Godzilla, uh, Kong came down there, and I guess Godzilla, you know, smashed some breath down there, but like, really <laughs> ruined this throne room. And I'm like, what if like yeah. the Scar King guy was like, you know, setting up shop in there, and he comes back after hunting or something? And he was like, <laughs> what happened? You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what happened? I was gone for ten minutes. <laughs> he's actually a good guy he's really nice he's looking yeah. after all the primates and then that happens and he's like do you know what i'm done with this i am done with this he starts climbing up yeah 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. But he's like, where's my ex? It's gone. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Do you that... know how long it took me to rip off Godzilla's sail for that ex? Yeah, we have an ancient rivalry. I was the I was the gorilla in that picture, you know? Not Kong. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyway, that was the end of that episode. There's actually, there's going to be a really <laughs> dramatic story there where you find out that you thought that Kong's parents were these two people, but then the Scar King was sleeping with Kong's mother, and it's this whole contrived plot very similar to Monarch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then we find out that <laughs> Kong was just a baby all along, and, and he yeah. was just hidden. It took him a while to come from, you know... <laughs> yeah. they, took, they had to save up money to bring him to Skull Island. It was... It was <laughs> taken a long time but yeah that's that's the end of that episode uh, the end of this episode as well we're all done uh but uh yeah i'm i'm looking forward to episode nine yes and, and ten so series we're closing one, it out here nine yeah so episode nine like we say sure and may search for kate and make a startling discovery kentaro struggles with his loss and the episode is called axis mundi which is a latin term in astronomy which means the axis of earth between the celestial poles and it's the axis of rotation of the celestial sphere or sphere huh okay yeah well i don't know i have no idea i i hope they have a good explanation <laughs> for me but uh there's I, a lot I have of things a feeling after I, I tell you what, I think after you making fun of me for saying it so many times the last episode, <laughs> I genuinely think in episode nine we're going to see the Hollow Earth. I think you're right, man. I think you're right. <laughs> um, and I wonder, like, because we have not seen this this uh, poster. You know, see the poster on the side of this video here? Yeah. And there's, like, a cliff with some ropes and stuff. We haven't seen that moment, have we? Like, what is that? I don't think so. Is that supposed to but, be... Brad Brad, equally, I'm just going to say to you, you know, in the original Jurassic Park, we don't just see a moment in the film where it's all black and there's the Jurassic Park. <laughs> well, we do get that in Jurassic World Dominion, though, pretty much. There's we do, a, which a is why I didn't say it or I would have walked into a trap. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Tom, where can people find you if they want to uh, talk Hollow Earth theories with you? <laughs> they can find me at Tom underscore Jurassic on Twitter and Instagram. And I think I might be disappearing to work for some kind of shady company soon. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Watch out. Agent T might return for maybe, I don't know, the final two episodes, the final one episode. Who knows? We'll see. That's just a, a logo. Okay. Very close. And we see Tom's thumb. Tom thumb <laughs> there, right there. Uh, <laughs> um, well, you can find me uh, on, uh, what am I on? I'm on threads. I'm on Letterboxd. Look for me on Letterboxd, uh, reviewing things on there. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Who cares? But thank you so much for watching this. We'll be back next week with another uh, look at Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Uh, we'll see you all next time and appreciate you tuning in for this see one. See you in the hollow earth. See you. Yeah, we'll see you in the hollow earth. Uh, where's my video to end this? Uh, that's the intro. That's not the right one. Here is the intro. Bye.